Hello guys, welcome back to Who's Code Again. We are on episode 13 uh, this week, joined by our co-hosts Abhin and Tushar and myself Akshay. Today's running order is going to be uh, the weekend fixtures of FPL, of the Premier League, the um, midweek Champions League games, and the upcoming fixtures with a tight schedule, with a difficult schedule for a few teams. And uh, let's get the show started. Let's get the show on the road. Okay. Excitement. I'm like Akshay's hype man. Next time after every sentence, I'm going to be like, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know what he's saying? <laughs> So, okay, back. We're back to episode 13. Um, just a quick check up. How is everyone doing? I hope you're all staying safe. Tushar wasn't well the last week, but I, he's doing better now. So, hope, hope that's all good. Um, yeah, much, much better now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is was a bit of a scare for, for all of us because, you know, the way things are. Um, but yeah, if you've, I mean, now if you're, around the Bangalore area, you might have difficulty getting vaccines because there's a bit of a shortage everywhere. So I'd suggest stay vigilant and try and call up your hospitals and any sort of PHCs to help you sort that out. I feel like this like if a you response. It's going to be easy to get your second. Kind of, yeah, that's that. I mean, yeah. So hopefully you've, you've had your first dose. Now hopefully the elders in your family have had both their doses. Um, and I ho- and we hope you're isolating and staying at home because things are really crazy. Like it is a really crazy time for all of us. Okay, so we've bleakness aside, we have a show to discuss. As Akshay alluded to, we will be looking at the weekend's fixtures. We'll be looking at the United protest from uh, the game that didn't yes. go on. Yeah, the game that didn't go through on Sunday. Uh, we'll take a look at. Uh, some really fun Champions League semi-finals that happened over the last two days. This is being recorded on the eve of the Europa League semis, the second legs. Uh, we don't know what the results are going to be for both the United and the Arsenal game. United should cruise through to the uh, to, to the finals. They're, they have a 6-2 uh, lead on, on Roma. Again, I think that's kind of where we should start. Did either of you watch the uh, semi-finals from the first leg from last week? Oh yes, I definitely did. <laughs> it was a, it was, it was a tale of two halves because exactly, uh, and and I was after the first half, I was at halftime. I was like, it's Ole's Ole's tactic, which we already discussed. That he, I, I was like quite certain that we're going to win the game because uh-huh. we never, we always come from behind and win games under Ole, and that's something that he actually did. Um, it was. In that game, <laughs> the first half was infuriating. Uh, it was also really bad luck for Roma because they lost three players to injury. So three substitutions were wiped out at once. And I think the rule is you can have five substitutions, but they have to take place in blocks of three. So Roma, and you can make substitutions at halftime uh, otherwise, but Roma didn't uh, choose to do so. And in the second half, they got absolutely run ragged. 
uh, I would especially like in my my opinion, man of the match performance goes to uh, uh, the best player on the pitch. Uh, his name is Mike Smalling <laughs> for Roma because <laughs> half half of the goals for for Roma were Chris Smalling's fault. Like he he gave conceded the penalty. They actually played like they were a man down. Like Smalling wasn't there. Roma didn't show up for the second half. That's a different thing. No, but Roma yeah. actually were playing with ten men because. Smalling just like everything was his fault. I feel like, dude, he was he made like he couldn't handle Cavani. Cavani was running rings around him, and a thirty-five-year-old Cavani like uh, taking Smalling to the cleaners is quite sad. Uh, but yeah, that that game was a was a breeze to watch in the second half, and I just yeah. and the anxiety I have with United and semi-finals is quite high these days. So I was like, so when it went to three-two, I said, okay, this is not enough. We need four. Then when it went to four. I said, this is not enough. We need five. Yeah. And when it, finally when it went to six, I was like, okay, now there's enough. yeah, now they this there is a chance that they will go through. They like they can't quite cock this up in their way. Like, but stranger things have happened. So you, you don't know if you, yeah. if Roma win four-nil. Uh, we've United have had it because the two away goals will take them through. Yeah, but, but I don't think that will happen. You don't think? I think they're down with injuries and uh, keep some key players. No, I feel like full English. I don't know, man. I, I I hope I want to see a full English in in both uh, in in both European competitions. I don't know if Arsenal will pull through. I have a very strong feeling. That they actually might, because not because they're any like uh, as not because they're they're any great shakes or anything. It's just that I watched the first leg and I saw Una Emery absolutely dominate them in the first half. Then he took a striker off and decided to defend the lead, which is exactly what he would do at Arsenal repeatedly and invite pressure. And that's how Arsenal got their goal—a very soft penalty, in my opinion—but they ended up getting their yeah. goal. Um, and but. Uh, they they're still in the tie. All they need to do is win one leg, and they go one in, and they go through. So it, tonight, at least, I I might watch the the United the United Roma Roma game. Probably keep an eye on it, but I'm I'll definitely watch the Arsenal uh, Villarreal game. That's kind of where uh, there are real stakes. Okay, shall we move on to the weekend fixtures? Sure. So no real standout results this weekend. Most of the people who had to win ended up winning. Um, I think Chelsea cleaned up uh, at Fulham. Nicely, yeah. yeah, Chelsea cleaned up at, at cleaned up at Fulham, right? So with two excellent goals from Kai Havertz, who's been who's coming into form at the right time, his hold-up play for someone so skinny is actually really impressive. You know, he's I don't know how yeah. he his ability to shift, uh, like you know, from from a position is 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 quite admirable. And I think they Chelsea are breezing past. Uh, teams at this point, and there's a very interesting article I read about Thomas Tuchel, which I think we'll get to when we come to discuss the Champions League. Um, but the big talking point, I think we have to address this. The big talking point of the weekend was the United protests uh, just before kickoff uh, in the Liverpool game. It ended. Uh, fans were protesting outside the stadium, and then they were let in by a steward, and they went into the pitch and. It was generally quite quite peaceful. I think an officer got hurt in the process as well. And ultimately, the game got postponed. And because of the code breach, it was called off and has now been pushed to a later date. 
firstly, opinions. Uh, do you, uh, what do you think the protest did? Do you think it would, it had its desired impact? I don't think it had a uh, desired impact because I think gla- uh, the Glazers came out and said that they had nothing to do with, uh, they, they don't want to address this, uh, the, them joining the Europeans, the ESL, as a bad thing for the team or for the club. Uh, so I don't think uh, it was very impactful. Yeah, I don't think it's going to make any big difference. There. No, I think, I feel like what happened is that they lost, at least the broadcasters would have been very pissed off because United Liverpool being such a big fixture, right? They, and it was it was prime time. It was a 9 p.m. kickoff in Insana time, which meant it was a 5.30 p.m. kickoff uh, UK time, Tushar? Or 5 yeah, p.m.? Correct, correct. Yeah, around that much, right? So, yeah, 5.30, right? Yeah, something yeah. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like it hits all... Uh, um, like it, it kind of... It's one of those world premiere events and they definitely lost match revenue from it. The match has now been shifted to Thursday next week, uh, which is an, a nighttime kickoff or um, I'd say around 7, a 7 p.m. kickoff. I don't think a lot of people are going to be very... I don't... The, the viewership is going to drop because they lose the Asian market there. And I quite like the idea that it was ultimately the fans who decided when they play, and that was a strong statement to send out. The United Support Group have now been getting in touch with club sponsors and telling them that if you continue to associate with the Glazers, we will uh, we will uh, continue to not interact with your brand whatsoever. Team Viewer have gotten into a lot of have been getting a lot of uh, hate from the United Support Group, because Team U are, are now the new shirt sponsor for the 21-22 season. That's, they're coming in to replace Chevrolet. I don't... I think it's a step in the right direction. I, I feel the Glazers will not sell until... N- nothing will happen till the sponsors start pulling out, because that's kind of their biggest uh, fear, right? Like United to them is a bit of a cash cow which they've been milking for the last couple of years. And I, I read an article today just about when Ronaldo was sold in 2009. Um, Michael Owen was given a call by, by Sir Alex. And Sir Alex said, we're going to look at Benzema. If we don't get him, we'll come get you. So the replacements that they were going for at the time were Benzema and uh, Frank Ribery. And for whatever reasons that... Um, has been uh, they ended up with Michael Owen, Gabriel Obertown, and Antonio Valencia. One out of those three is, was a mildly successful signing because Valencia stuck around with the club for about six years, six to seven years. In 2009, he joined, right? And he left yeah. in 2018. That's about nine years. Yeah, nine years. Yeah. nine years. yeah, Tony Valencia. What a great first season he had, dude. It was insane. I thought we'd discovered so this hidden gem. He kept his crosses were impeccable. Um, but shots yeah, so, much the box, amazing as well. Yeah, and I think generally, like with the team that United had at the time, um, which went from Rooney, Rooney, Tevez, Ronaldo, Berbatov, eventually it came down to just how much Fergie can pull out of a squad. Uh, it really, like, 
and we noticed that immediately the year after he retired and Moyes came over and the same players that he had at his disposable uh, weren't working. They were an aging squad yet, but he had Tom Cleverley, had Anderson, all players who just, who weren't cutting it uh, under the current regime, but were somehow made to look like world beaters in the past regime. I wouldn't say Anderson was a world beater towards the latter Fergie years, but the early Fergie years, he was all, he was pretty damn good. I think Sky have Sky have been uh, were pissed off about the whole thing, and they took it out on United by giving them four games in the space of seven days. It uh, it is quite ridiculous, actually. Not it's not it's. It's three, three games, games, right? Yeah, three games of five days. Three and five. five. Days. Yeah, three and five. Three yeah. games in five days. Yeah, which is so. I'm and then we have is, Yeah, so I'm only interested in the Europa League tonight because I want to see what the lineup is, because it's a big hint towards uh, if you're planning your FPL team, <laughs> probably keep an eye out on today's lineup. Yeah. Okay, so um, I think we've addressed that. We'll quickly move on to the Champions League fixtures, which were um, possibly the highlight of the week in terms of a sp- from a sporting perspective. Did you watch any... I mean, I watched both games, or at least half the full PSG City game and half of the Chelsea-Madrid uh, game. Uh, which one do you want to start with first? Go now, let's go with the City-Paris uh, game. Mm. Um, interesting game. Completely outclassed PSG. Um, actually, the first 20 minutes or maybe even half an hour, PSG were really attacking. And then I feel like they completely dropped off. They didn't even show up in the second half. Yeah, dude. Uh, I watched, I remember they got a penalty, which was a really bullshit penalty uh, call by the referee. It bounces off Zinchenko's shoulder and they're like, oh, handball, handball. And uh, and then I, I remember I just about tuned in for... That uh, during that time, and I was like, "Is that really handball?" I mean, come on, it was it was rightly disallowed, and within minutes, City went and he uh, went one 0 up. It was a great ball for, by Edison to Zinchenko, who sets it up to KDB. KDB takes the shot. It uh, it's blocked by a defender, but spills towards Ma- towards Mares, who Mares, yeah, in a pause. Oh, wow, like like what a finish. Was, dude, I think like in terms of semi-final, semi-final dominance, they were City were, had them by the throat. Um, yeah, I think PSG is just toothless in attack without uh, without Mbappe. And secondly, Pep formed this system where like it's two guys marking one forward, so that they can't do the space abuse thing. Like a really, really nice system. He's made where, where like there's a there's a defender and there's always a backup defender behind him, so that they can't just run past you, and that worked yeah. insanely well for them. So it's like a, a FIFA tactic of like come back on defense is what uh, you widely use when you first like turn on the television. You unless uh, you knew what team was playing in what color, you would have assumed that uh, this was an Atletico Madrid game because City were in a low block for the first half. But that low block kept moving up the pitch each time but as PSG got the ball. Like when PSG were outside the attacking third, everyone was back defending. When PSG were trying to build out from the back, there were two banks of four pressing them. Uh, when Kelo Navas got the ball, there was a bank, there were like four people on him. Every time Di Maria got the ball, there were three people on him. It was, I don't know what Pep has done. Like- to, yeah, he's preventing fast counterattacks. 
he has become a counter-attacking team mixed with possession, which is a very difficult uh, question to answer for most, um, most See, sides. Usually anyway. in a semi-final or in a Champions League game, Pep will go and do some insane yeah. uh, tactical thing that his, his players have never done. And it never works. This time it worked beautifully, like flawlessly. Right. And mm-hmm. it, it was like, PSG were toothless to the point where like, I've refreshed Sony Live more times than Icardi has the ball. <laughs> that's, that's just like, he's, he, he, they've made him redundant. He had, dude, he had seven touches of the ball throughout in that. Yeah, I pretty yeah. much refreshed my stream eight times, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you, you, they were, they were so bad to watch. Uh, and then, after that second goal, which City, what I love about City is that nobody is trying to go for personal glory, because I think if they try to go for personal glory, they end up getting dropped to the bench. Foden gets the ball, makes the run, finds Mares on the back post, two 0 tie over, and that's when PSG start to lose their heads. And I think they alluded to it in the commentary as well. There, like, this is a team that is not used to being embarrassed like this. They're a team that wins the league. Uh, on at a candle. I feel like they gave up. They gave up in the the sixty. Like when the second goal was scored, they gave up right then. There was like, where's the fight? Where's the thing that okay, we're two nil down, we can still do it. Like yeah, they, 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 they were acting like little kids. They've like there was they. I don't think I think with Neymar, right? So Neymar starts when Neymar starts to do get this weird God complex in situations like this where he thinks, so oh, I have to save the team now. It has. I'm not saying it's not worked in the past. He is responsible for that amazing six-two comeback um, against PSG, but against against a City defense that that's conceded one of the the, the fewest amount of goals all season. What do you think is going to happen? He every time he got the ball, Zinchenko, Diaz, Stones would. Diaz was throwing himself at everything. He is like a rough version of Van Dyke, where Van Dyke will calmly come and pick up the ball. Diaz will run into you, headbutt the ball out of the way, muscle out, muscle you. Probably signing of the season, in my opinion. Yeah, he's, so been, think, he's been quite good. Yeah, the the Premier League as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so that's City in the final. Um, and coming to the next game, which probably was a more, was an even result, because but even though Chelsea had the away goal. But in terms of, if one final had an English team outclassing a French team, the other had an English team cla- outclassing a Spanish team, because I, there was only one team in that tie. Yeah, I mean, Madrid didn't look like Madrid. They looked like this aging old team that has no creativity, no attack, no idea, no plan, nothing. Like, I don't know who, what team showed up. Like, uh, Ramos, was, it, it, it was literally like, uh, like in Hindi, say, Buddha versus like this exuberance <laughs> of youth. <laughs> right, versus the Chelsea team. And... Uh, I, I don't know, like Ramos didn't look good because he just came back from like injury. He he couldn't run. He he wasn't doing anything. Um, uh, Hazard looked pretty much lost. Like he didn't know what he was doing. Only Benzema had those two shots that uh, thank God for Mendy. Thank God we had Mendy like and not Kepa and God. Yeah, it was two great saves. Sure. Great saves. Yeah, it was like two great saves. 
Yeah, other than that, like I I think we dominated them, and and the scoreline is is only respectable because of how not clinical we were. Oh yeah, like, I agree. It should have easily been like four or five zero or something like that. I saw the number of chances Havertz had himself, <laughs> and he should have put away at least two of them. Yeah, Havertz could have had a hat trick easily. Easily, he could have a hat trick. Funnily, Werner had the least more, like wastage of chances. Of all I mean, Kante <laughs> finally. Yeah, Kante assisted everything. I mean, sorry, uh, Werner assisted everything. Mason missed. Kante missed. Havertz mm-hmm. missed. Ah, yeah. uh, but dude, Kante was running that midfield. Obviously, Modric yeah. was. Kante is a man of that match. Both both the goals came much. because of his Eat attacking. Yeah. Uh, like even the the yeah, whole you, you know I, I mean I look back at that the second goal now and when Pulisic gets the ball nobody goes to close him down they're just waiting for him to make up his mind because they don't have pace they don't have the tired and Pulisic is coming and he's fresh and he's running rings around everybody and this team just looks so old and tired they're like okay we can't run let's see we'll just block I was reading again there's this uh, again I keep referring to the athletics so they talk about Tuchel's training methods. Apparently, there was a time where he cut one, like he would um, limit the pitch size to a triangle. So people would, uh, you know, which forces players to play in tighter spaces and look for options. And training was always so brutal and so exhausting that he wanted them to feel that the match was easy. And you look at Chelsea these days. Chelsea, as good as City are, Chelsea are slowly coming up on the horizon as a team you don't want to play against because they suffocate the life out of you. They don't concede chances. But, concede uh, but you, you got to give that respect to, to Chelsea. Yeah. I mean, when Lampard left, we were a team struggling. We were struggling. We, we had no... Like, we were defensively such a shit team. Right. He made that our strength. Now we're defensively one of the best teams in Europe. Probably the best defensive in Europe. You've conceded 10 goals since he's come and five of those have come against West Brom. So, yeah. which was a free... Which we was a free literally concern. feel like we can beat anybody except West Brom. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> but I, I was, I'm very happy that Chelsea are in the final because my predictions <laughs> is about to come true. <laughs> At least I hope it's about to come true. Because I, I said this in our first podcast episode together, by which I mean when all the three of us first did our episode, I mentioned Chelsea being my dark horse to win the Champions League because if Bayern didn't win it, uh, it was either going to be City or Chelsea. But having watched City play and having watched Chelsea play, if Chelsea go 1-0 up in that game, that tie is over. Because mm-hmm. Tommy yeah, Tuchel we is... Yeah, to be a lot more clinical. Like, City won't be so forgiving. We won't get these many chances. You are probably not right. going to, but I feel... We will also um, get a precursor to what the game might look like this weekend. Oh, yeah. There are, there I are have a feeling they'll do some features. bogey shit. They'll be, do I'm, some bogey thing where they won't play their real tactics or formation or our players this weekend. I don't think Diaz will play this weekend as well, in my opinion. Yeah, you probably won't. I think See, Rudiger plays, will probably play a second team. Yeah. Because they're winning the title anyway, right? Not a big mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's for us. I think for top need... four is important. Yeah. Mm. 
if Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea have to win because West, uh, West Ham are right behind them. They won 2-1 against Burnley the other day. So it's an interesting set of uh, results. Very interesting race, which is coming up. Mm. So oil cash in the final, Russia versus <laughs> the UAE. Um, Old oil versus new oil. New oil, <laughs> basically. <laughs> so who do you have your bets on, Akshay? Being a United fan, I really want Chachi to win. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I see like a, a, a double advantage in that. Because yeah. if Chelsea win, uh, City don't do a treble. They, don't, they, they can't do the treble because Chelsea took care of that. They don't do a yeah. treble. Um, and the, Chelsea get two Champions League trophies, which should, in my opinion, make them the biggest club in London. So See, I won't have to hear from Arsenal fans the ever again. They they are, but Arsenal fans hold the whole invincible thing. You know, but so they can't argue with two Champions Leagues while they have none. So I think Tushar yeah, wants fair. Chelsea to win in the final. So. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what? I, I think just the amount of attacking depth we have is crazy. That is the only thing that gives me hope, right? Even in this match, like uh, we brought, brought on Pulisic and Ziyech. <laughs> Already like world-beating talents. Okay. Madrid brought on Mariano when they needed a goal. <laughs> Come on, like. And, and like we have Giroud, Tammy Abraham, Ziyech, Pulisic, Werner, Howard, CHO. Now you know why Perez is uh, so obsessed with joining the Super League, right? Because they don't have the funds to compete. And they've... But, but, but you know what? Madrid looked like they're tired of winning a Champions League. They're like, this is the, like the FA Cup. Like, uh, they have a very aging squad as well. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, yeah, but they, all of them have won it three times. Most of them in that squad. They won the Champions League. It's not a big deal. This Chelsea team is hungry. They're really hungry to win it. Also, like that was the difference. Their front three went from Bale, Benzema, Ronaldo to Benzema, Vinicius, and Hazard. And speaking of Hazard, I, have you seen this? Have you seen El Chiringuito TV? I'm sorry if I uh, misspelled that or uh, mispronounced that. So there's a Spanish. Where he's laughing with the Chelsea players. Yeah, yeah he's laughing. With, he's laughing with the Chelsea players, and then there's the Spanish team that's exclusively for Real Madrid. It's, I think it's kind of their mouthpiece. You've, you've definitely seen it. Uh, and they did a whole, like they had this heartbeat and it's, it's dark. The, the, the anchor is sitting in the dark. There's a heartbeat, there's tense music and the picture of Hazard laughing with Zuma and Mendy is behind them. And they're like, <laughs> Hazard, Hazard must leave Madrid today. Disgrace. I mean, I mean, he still has a year or two to prove it, but he's probably been one of their worst signings. Oh yeah, dude. I think that's the reason why Perez wants to get, get another reason why Perez wants to get into the Super League because but he's also <laughs> been injured for the most part of it. He's been unfit, yeah, dude. That's, that's the thing, right? He's, he's been, been unfit. Young, he's man. been injured. Yeah. Uh, so, so remember, Hazard's main thing was his acceleration. Like he would stop. And then suddenly accelerate through like defenders. That's what that's what made him so creative at Chelsea. Dude, he can't run. He has no pace now. Bro, it all came like, from his butt. He has an unusually large ass. 
<laughs> yeah, center of gravity is very low, which which helps a lot, right? Yeah, But if you, you can't run, then there's no point. Like, have you not seen that? Uh, I think you probably know that the goal against Arsenal, where he runs, where Cockland bounces off him, he runs through the midfield and and he uh, puts it past Czech, and ha- and you can see Cockland bouncing off Hazard's ass as he's making that run. It's quite hilarious. Yeah, but he looks unfit. He's, he's overweight. Yeah, and 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 still the the commentators were like, uh, every time we missed, he'd be like, uh, oh, maybe Hazard or Ramos will make them uh, regret this. Will Chelsea regret this miss? Maybe Hazard and Ramos will make them regret this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, can you guys stop? It's more like Benzema will, because Benzema, if not for Mendy, that I, that the first attempt in the in the in the first half where he uh, puts it around the defender and Mendy makes that diving save, what a save, dude! Yeah, but what is surprising? The second half they didn't show up only Madrid. They didn't have any shot, any threat. Like even if though we were one zero up, I was shitting my pants. Mm. our players look like like chelsea players look like yeah this is safe no problem like we'll handle it madrid will look clueless good dude i feel like i think madrid had gone to the final city would have taught them a lesson i i this is a much more competitive final than um um than a city madrid final madrid would have been decimated in that final And we and we know how much Pep loves decimating Madrid. Yeah. So apparently, Villa Park and Aston Villa have approached UEFA mm-hmm. to have the Man City Chelsea final at Villa Park. Oh, that's a great stadium to do it in. It's in Istanbul, right? But oh, Villa Park is one of the great like, in terms for a cup tie, cup tie like if you know the old FA Cup games the semis were always played at Villa Park um and the Ryan Giggs goal against okay. Arsenal mm-hmm. where he makes that he runs through the team is at Villa Park so it's and right. and ever yeah, yeah. yes so when they t- took it to Wembley they kind of took, it used to be happened in smaller stadiums but oh yeah a champions league final in villa park would be i totally up for it but it wouldn't be fair to to turkey and istanbul because england have the euros anyway uefa is being adamant that they were going to have it in istanbul let's see let's see it's stupid to make so istanbul's in in lockdown right now mm-hmm. stupid to make two english teams travel all the way there to play what's basically like a premier league fixture I hope. I mean, yeah, that's not. It's not. It's not the uh, the best alternative. I think people are. They're allowing fans or some. Uh, there's fans will be allowed to attend that final, right? Yeah. That, Who's gonna go? Happen. Who's traveling? Hey, you think City fans won't go? It's their first final, Champions League final ever. Of course, they're traveling. They're already booking flights. Yeah, yeah they'll of course go for sure. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, uh, have you seen Thiago Silva's wife's Twitter? <laughs> I have. Yeah, yeah. Vana. <laughs> so last week she was abusing Vana, like uh. you idiot, like why are you missing and all. <laughs> This week she's like Vana, very good. You know, do the goal. Yeah. You are my best friend. Love you, <laughs> my friend. I, I, I love and I, you know my favorite part of the of yesterday's uh, game was the image towards the end where you see Thiago Silva just holding on to Thomas Tuchel. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hugging him. And that was a really nice moment because PSG kind of screwed them both over. Uh, they didn't renew Diego Silva's contract. He came to Chelsea and then Tuchel also they screwed over. Uh, he came to, and Tuchel was like, yes, fine, yeah. I'll do two Champions League finals back to back. Cool, done. <laughs> and <laughs> and he's done it. And that was a really nice image. It reminded me of Lalana and Klopp. In, I think Klopp's first ever game, Lalana comes, walks off the pitch and falls into Klopp's arms. Um, very, very, very nice Im- image for Chelsea fans in general. Okay, I think uh, we'll do quick predictions on, on the final and then we'll move on to this weekend's fixtures because it's a long, bloody week of fixtures. So I'm going to say Chelsea win it like some 3 2 or something like that. Balls is going to win B3 2. If at all, it's 2 1. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking either 2 1 or 1 1. Yeah, it's, it's going to be such an irritating one, final to watch. 1 0 is going to be hard because I'm sure both teams will If they score first, they're just going to sit back and defend, 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 defend. Whoever scores first is winning the final, basically. Yeah, that's that's what it is, and I I wish to see Chelsea have that first goal. I feel City will attack, and then Werner they'll be like, "Oh, Werner can't do shit," and then he'll catch them on the break. <laughs> <laughs> if Timo Werner scores the Champions League final, Tushar, what are you going to do, bro? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna jump and scream and shout with joy, but I'm not really sure what else to do. <laughs> you can't even run down the street because they be like, hey, get back in the house. So I can do that. I can run down, but like silently down, <laughs> waving and flapping my hands. <laughs> the you final is over. We should. We're doing a watch along for the final. I hope. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a watch along. We can. May twenty yeah, I think. By the way, uh, Moreno is in Roma. Yeah, I wanted. To just, I was just about to bring it up. Yeah, our prediction was right. He, we knew he was going to Italy, but not to Inter. Uh, which is, I mean, good for him, but it makes no sense because Roma are really in debt. They don't have a lot of money, and they have an aging squad. Don't they have some rich Texan owner or something? Yeah, dude, but that the club is they they are they, I think they're about three hundred million in debt or two thirty eight million in debt. I'm unsure about the figures. So he they they're not going to be like here, Jose, take this checkbook and sign all these interesting players that you want. It's not going to happen. You know what he's asking for? He's asking for Nathan RK and Fellini <laughs> <laughs> from China. <laughs> Actually, Fellaini in, uh, in, uh, in Italian be... football might just work. Yeah. He'll work in any Moreno team. He just won't stall FC, that's all. I had a dream that Fellaini would win the Champions League for us because it's just... <laughs> all you have to do is get him to the final. Once you get him to the final, let uh, Fellaini do his thing. Uh, okay, we'll quickly look at. I mean, Jose has gone to Roma. He's also in talk sport for uh, the Euros this year, which I mean, talk about a fall from That'd grace. That'd be great. Bro. No? 
I mean, you still watch Jose, like mm. you watch him, right? I, and I'm sure Talksport did that strategically, knowing that. I know everyone watches Sky Sports or, or BT or whatever, but because it's Jose, people will watch Talksport. I can watch him. I just can't watch his football anymore. Yeah, you don't have to, right? Like Syria, yeah, like, yeah. No one really cares about Syria. No, no one takes it seriously. Yeah, nobody, nobody takes it seriously, right? And even if they do, it's, it's only the Milan derby. Actually, uh, drowned out my joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you, you uh, want to do that bit again? No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I shall. I shall take this joke to the grave. Um, this weekend fixtures. Uh, couple of oh, yeah. this is the second clash in the space of two months between Chelsea and uh, and Man City I think that is the game that kicks off this Saturday if I'm not mistaken right guys no it's uh, I mean, yeah, I was Friday night fixture as well yeah no but Saturday is when is that is the game right yeah Saturday night's the kickoff yeah 10pm Oh, mm. well, that's uh, that's a game. If you're listening to the podcast, you should join us for because uh, we'll be doing a watch along for it, a long-awaited watch along. We initially planned one for the United Liverpool game, but the game didn't go through, and everyone went to sleep. So I doubt, I doubt that's uh, so. Probably the next one is going to be the uh, the City Chelsea game. But yeah, the weekend kicks off with Leicester Newcastle, and Leicester have to win to maintain their. Uh, fight for the top four. I see them winning it. I don't see um, what do you call Newcastle posing too much of a threat because Leicester are really good at uh, at the position football they've come to adopt under Rodgers. But you never so know what, the lads can take it Yeah. yeah. I you think never know what, which Newcastle team might show up. There's yeah. also that Joe Joe Willick is back, right? He can't like he has no problems playing against Leicester, so you never know. Always, I mean, if okay, I'm my predictions for the game are probably going to be three-one uh, Leicester. Yeah, what are your guys? What do you guys think? One-zero mm, Newcastle. Ah, brave for the boys. A one-nil win for Newcastle, for which would. <laughs> Yeah, so that, that could be. I think they're safe now. Newcastle are safe, dude. Fulham are going down. Relegation yeah. is confirmed. Um, re- relegation is confirmed. Winner is confirmed. Sheffield United, top. Fulham. West Brom. What's the third team? Oh, West Brom. Okay. West Brom, Fulham and Sheffield. So I think that's that's kind of settled. Leeds-Spurs is an interesting game if you want um, FPL points because Gareth Bale just scored a hat-trick in his last game and Leeds are probably going to be without Calvin Phillips and Rafinha which makes them very vulnerable yeah. I see this could be a high-scoring game especially given how uh, fluid the front three have been for Spurs which is Bale, Kane and Son so th- but will Kane th- will uh, Bale start is a question oh yeah I think um, he's definitely starting it's like uh, yeah. Ryan Mason's best friends and co is what's happening at the moment fair enough fair enough mm. Sheffield Palace is a game I don't even want to think about 
das so much. And it's quite irrelevant for us as well in yeah. terms of FPL points. No, I, I think Palace are one of the few teams that don't blank in game week 36. And they also have a double in game week uh, 35. So Zaha is a good punt if you want to. But he's very inconsistent and yeah. not sure if you want to keep him. Hmm. I, I don't know. Zaha would probably, Zaha or Mitchell would probably be a bet if you guys are feeling mm. uh, trigger happy. City Chelsea, the second of three games to be played <laughs> that have been that are going to be played. Um, I feel this game ends in a nil-nil draw because I don't think either team will show their hand. And I think Chelsea will be like, fine, we'll take the draw and we'll go because we know West Ham have the capability of screwing up down the line. Yeah. Hopefully Leicester screw up as well. Yeah. I do want yeah. to see West Ham in the Champions League. I've been saying it for weeks, but I, I but Leicester deserve it, dude. Leicester have been good. They they're playing really nice football. They they deserve to be where they are. I mean both both teams deserve it. So it's yeah, it's gonna I, be a hard choice mm-hmm. between both. I don't think West Ham will complain if they make Europa because it should be fine. I think they, I think they'd be happy with Europa, You're right? Yeah, they little... I don't think they can come. See, like uh, Lingard had that flash of brilliance for like a month or two, and he... then now he's disappeared again. No, he was pretty good in the Burnley game, dude. He was the, he had the assist of of the assist, like he did the pre-assist. I, I think. Chelsea will manage to negate him quite well, which is why I said Tuchel is so good at suffocating teams. Um, but I just get a feeling that this year no striker has dominated. You know, everyone's just had like flashes over a month or two where they're scoring a lot and then it stops, then someone else is scoring, then someone else is scoring. Yeah, I, I would like to one as one that's been consistent whenever he plays. Uh, Who? Cavani. Cavani, but he's been injured. Oh, he, 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 he's good, but he doesn't play too much injury prone, always unfit. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying consistently the whole consistently. season, oh. this season, the, the whole season, if you take it, the glance, like, so every other season you'd have like an Aguero who was scoring every game or a Diego Costa. Or I mean, you have Kane. Or, you have Kane and you have Salah who've been yeah, but Kane. Scoring. But even Kane's slowed down, right? He's been scoring a goal every game, right? On an average, at this point, he didn't score. Yeah. He, he didn't score in the last game. He scored. He was injured for the for the last two. But before that, he kept scoring. He, that Everton game, he scored both the goals. <laughs> oh yeah, correct. Mm. Um, quickly moving on Liverpool Southampton I don't know what Liverpool will show up I don't know what Southampton will show up yeah that is my it's yeah, very tricky, tricky but Liverpool have to win if they have to make top four like they have to win Wolves buying club versus feeding club yes <laughs> <laughs> Wolves v Brighton is also another interesting uh, game because uh, because and interesting only from the perspective of the manager because both the managers are being considered to take over the Spurs job Nuno and Graham Potter do you know that in terms of expected goals Brighton are top of the league 
they have a team that just can't finish. They're playing insane football, but their team just can't finish but to save their lives. They have, they have Mr. Tani Balzac. This is a classic case of stats padding and how stats padding doesn't really work. Stats are for monks or something. Yeah. <laughs> Villa Man United. Okay, now we have to talk about the, the insane run that United find themselves on. United play Villa on Sunday. They play Leicester on a Tuesday. They play Liverpool on a Thursday. It's going to be a tough fixture. I don't know. Oh. I think only Leicester is a tough fixture. No, I think Liverpool is also going to be a tough fixture. I, uh, no, I don't think they have that. They don't about, have the team this year. It's about managing the squad. And because Ole has like 14 players he uses repeatedly... I don't know how he's going to like mix and match it up. It's a uh, because depending on the squad tonight, how are you going to get a Bruno or a Pogba to recover from Leicester to a Liverpool in in just one day? There's no they they won't be training that day at all. Yeah, they, they won't. It's going to be a rest, complete rest day for them. Yeah. So Un- unless they somehow rotate and I don't know, it's going to be. From an FPA point of view, I, I think don't bank too much on United players because we don't know if they'll all start all three games. Um, you know Bruno starting all three, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about uh, Greenwood or Rashford. Or, or oh, Ra- no, no way in hell is Rashford starting all three. <laughs> yeah. he, is, he is going to be... Uh, <laughs> he can't do 60 minutes uh, he does 60 to 65 minutes like a broken down four dude yeah, and they need him for the if they get to the Europa League final they need him there as well okay moving on uh, I think how many games do you think United are winning out of those three they could win all three honestly I think it's a draw it's two draws and a win is what I see coming through I, I, I think we're going to get two wins and a draw they're not taking nine points for sure not not with that schedule. They have Fulham yeah, coming up on Tuesday. Yeah, they have Fulham coming up on the Tuesday after that. So they have to have to like um, watch their just watch their team. Get no major yeah. injuries, so they're, so they're kind of primed for the final. Depending if they get there, which I which I think is quite certain at this point. Hmm. Akshay, give me your uh, what are you doing for FPL this <laughs> for this week, dude? I don't know. I'm really confused at this point. What are you intending on uh, going for as your captaincy choice? Debating to go with either, I think, a, maybe maybe Greenwood or mm-hmm. or somebody from, or maybe I might bring in somebody from Chelsea and captain them. Yeah, which not, would be a pretty safe bet, in my opinion. Yeah, I think Chelsea, Chelsea blank the week, home. blank the week after. But they, right? they blank the week after, uh, as do United. Yeah, um, so I don't want to have three United assets and a Chelsea asset clogging up my bench. So probably, yeah, have to be a little careful with. Unless you wildcard that week. No, I don't want to wildcard that week. I, I probably wildcard game week thirty-seven, and then bench boost thirty-eight. It's this is I mean there are a lot of people who are free hitting this week that's great uh, I don't have the free hit chip yeah. I played it on yeah. in gaming thirty one to desirable effects I mean I wish I had it now because 
this is an interesting week to to free it if you've got it. Um, and I think you know remove uh, all city assets that I have because yeah, I think now is the time to just concentrate more on the on the Champions League now at this point. Yeah, pretty much. I I would keep city assets in. I would probably bring in Amares for the Newcastle game. I I feel his Mares has been killing it, and I think you if you want to do a one-time punt before you move on to um, any other um, before you like wildcard or anything, just Mares is a good punt. My captaincy choice for the week, I'll either stick it on Bruno or I'll stick it on Greenwood. I don't expect Greenwood to start all three, but I feel he comes on and he gets a goal against tired legs, so that's something to consider. Uh, but yeah. if you want to set and forget captain, keep it on Bruno. He is going to be involved in all three games in some capacity. So, here's hoping. But, but is it time to remove Bruno from your team? Is what a lot of FPL pundits are talking about. So, what, what's your thought on that? I feel if the moment I remove him, he's going to get like an explosion of points. You because just know considering it's considering you benched him last week. Yeah, I benched him last week and. He didn't, I mean, not that he can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think yeah. I'll keep him for the triple and then I'll, then I'll consider moving him out for a bail or someone. Or Mares, actually. When United blank next week, Mares would probably be a good option. Yeah, that's a good option. Yeah. Okay, I think that about wraps up the episode. Uh, thank you for listening in. Thank you guys for joining in as per usual. Uh, we will catch you in the next week's episode, which is where we will probably do this the, the night of the Liverpool United game. United game. Yeah. So here's hoping to see you all. See you guys very soon. Take care.